I got it. I don't know what's going on, and I'm oh, I, I think he's trying to like do the intro. That's how your show starts, right? <laughs> I listen to the Garlic Boy podcast, and you should too. Welcome to the Garlic Boys Takeover. I'm Shawnee O, your new best friend. And since this is still the first 15 seconds, I would like to tell everyone that you need to support these fine young gentlemen because they are trying everything that they can. They are loving their craft. They are beautiful at it. And you need to support them because they are too selfless and nice to ask you themselves. So I am going to ask you, please, follow the Garlic Boys podcast. <laughs> and also follow me but uh, that was that's you already that's do secondary that is yeah. secondary to this it's fine everyone's gonna follow me eventually hi nice to meet you i'm the second coming of uh oh well sorry this is what a show you asked me to be on <sighs> Welcome to the Garlic Boys podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. We're your hosts. I'm Connor O'Connor. <laughs> and, and I'm uh, Max Tennyson. Uh, ben. You're Max Tennyson. Can I be yeah. last? Uh, ben, do your chores before you uh, before you turn into forearms. Ah, uh, Gwen. <laughs> Quit bossing me around. <laughs> and our special guest this week is the Fire Lord themselves, Shanio. Bow down before your maker, children. And I might be kind of nice and give you like a little candy or like a little sucker or like a little lollipop or something, you know? Just if you're good. I'd like a lollipop. That was like almost King Julian. You know, in Australia and probably all kinds of other places, I just know a lot of people in Australia, they call candy lollies. 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 They they all have a bunch of lollies when they go in the store. They get a little packet of lollies. In, in, in Britain, and probably in Australia too, because Australia also has funny words, uh, they call popsicles ice lollies. I know... I don't know I, if that's true. I think I promise you it is. As someone think, that's an avid, no, it, it sounds super it's true. An, I'm an avid <laughs> consumer of British shows. They call oh, them ice lollies. Oh, you know, British is like Josie. Oh, 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 it's the Tuesday, isn't it? Smashing day for a pint, isn't it? It is a smashing day for a pint, bro. I think in uh, in in Europe they call sprinkles like hundreds and thousands or something like that. I'm not up. I'm down. Huh? What? You, you said I'm up. I'm not up. I'm down. Who's up? No, you're up. So that's been our show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Thank you for that's coming, that's guys. Um, we don't have anything else that we could possibly do. That'll be funnier than that joke. I mean, you know, I don't think it would be very clever though to uh, stop before we hit, you know, at least thirty minutes. Oh, nice transitional word, scooping clever there, putting it randomly in a sentence. I wonder what's going to happen next. Star wipe.
We don't have a clever boy quiz this week. Oh, we have sick. a clever. We have a clever uh, person's quiz. Matt, I'm Matt, a clever you, person. Matt, you were supposed to do the oh, quiz wait. this week. Oh wait! I'm supposed to oh. do the quiz this week. Yeah, Matt, wait, you were supposed I'm, to do the quiz this week. I'm supposed to do the quiz this week. We talked Dude, about this, and Sean was here. You were going to do the quiz. This is news to me. This is entirely news. Honor to me. told me that Matt was supposed to do the quiz. Matt, oh, now it's two on one. Quiz. I see. Matt, why didn't you do the quiz? I, don't I didn't do the quiz because why, you did the quiz. I don't why do you feel like okay. we're ganging up on you? This is not like a we're ganging up on you thing, man. It's like you were supposed to do the quiz. You've got a job to do. You know, this is a two-person company. I'm a guest here. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure Sean was supposed to do the quiz. Sean was supposed oh, to do this? man. I, I think I remember oh, talking man. about it. I think Sean. Oh, man. I really dropped the quiz. ball, guys. I don't know what to do. Oh, man. Okay, I got a, I got a question for you, though. Might not Ooh, be a like quiz. Questions. Might not be a quiz, but I got a question for you, though. 37. What do you think? What do you think is the best epic rap battle of history? Go. Uh, the best epic rap battle of history. I have done a lot of research recently, re-listened to all of them. By the way, I, this is like one of my hidden talents. I know like every single word to every single epic rap battle of history. And I peeped you guys talking about wow. it in an episode. I was like, I got to bring these this up to these dudes. Um, I went back through and I figured out what I think are like the top contenders for best one. And I, I think I've decided what is the number one epic rap battle of history based okay. on just pure enjoyment outsider perspective lyrical analysis uh just overall greatness of 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 content of song um but i want to hear your opinions first right right i want to i want to go a little bit outside of the scope of the question just a tiny bit um mostly because i've never seen a single epic rap battle however <laughs> i have seen the Doritos commercial with Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman. And I think that counts because it was an epic rap battle between the two. Neither one uh, of them rap in that. I'm I'm almost 100% positive there is a rap commercial with Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman. There might Connor, be rap music behind them, but... No, no, no. They rap. Is it extremely off-brand to have Matt watch... <laughs> like it, like one of these videos, I, I've got the one just to see what he thinks of the whole thing. It might start a rabbit hole thing for this dude. I think this is right on brand for this guy based I mean, on just what I know about him. Which one do you want to send him? Uh, Well, I, I was going to say I've got kind of a handful of what I consider to be the best, like the top five. But overall, the number one. Uh, epic rap battle of history, in my opinion, is Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter. Honestly, with how little Matt um, listens to and watches movies, um, that's probably the only one he'll get the references for. Right. Ouch. Well, that that one's it appeals to the okay, mass. They're not rapping in this. They're lip syncing to rap god. They're literally okay. Hold on. Plus, lip, lip this sync. one, this one is animated entirely out of Lego, and I find that very artistic and interesting. 
Anyways, sorry for that slight detour. We just proved uh, that I was correct and Matt was wrong. And so what that means is that we also have to do another round of where Matt is wrong into this week's quiz. Booyah. Yeah, that's right. I lied. I have a, a quiz. And Connor made the quiz and Matt and Shawnee didn't know that there was a quiz. We just played along early. Yerba. <laughs> What you guys don't watch CSI? Uh, no, no. We just got a theme much. song, and none of y'all were prepared for it. Sean, we will get to your question after this, but I want to throw Matt off his game because now oh, he's sad. So let's make him sadder. I'm uh, okay. Excuse me. I'm never thrown off my game because I'm always on my game. So the name of this week's quiz is: Is it vegan 3.0? <laughs> I listened to Vegan 2.0. It was nice. astonishing. <laughs> the name of this week's quiz. Yeah. It's funny. Do this to my cabbages. <laughs> uh, you need to back up from your mic a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's still not picking you up. It's just too loud. Cabbages. <laughs> That's good. That's perfect. <clears throat> We're doing an avatar quiz. All right. What's going to happen here is I'm going to give you each a question. Oh, boy. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, your opponent will have the opportunity to steal a point. Okay. This will but, either be really impressive on my part or my greatest shame. <laughs> Same. But if you steal a point, if you attempt to steal a point and you get it wrong, you lose a point. Right. So how are we doing? Like, is it? are you going to ask each question like to each person at a time? Or are you going to? I'm going to ask you a question, Matt. You're okay. going to give me an answer. If it's the correct right. answer, you get a point. If it's the wrong answer, Sean will get the opportunity to answer. I see. If they get it wrong, they lose a point as well. person with the Her. most points at the end of the game wins. Am I allowed to decline to answer if I have the opportunity to steal in order to not lose a point? You do not have to steal. So if you, if you abstain, you do not lose a point. You have not attempted the steal. Understood. It's if a nice, not, nice yes. little game you've created here, Connor. I understand the rules, and I'm ready to participate. Please, the first question. Well, I have to tell you the theme of the quiz. Oh, if, I, if, I, if you I, haven't I, guessed it at home, oh, the of theme course. for this quiz is Avatar The Last Airbender, the entire universe. The I love, entire lo universe. love that so movie. So not just the first, C3, uh, <laughs> first three seasons. All of the lore within the Avatar universe, which includes which includes the live action movie. We're talking Korra. We're talking I, Kiyoshi. We're talking the Yangchen. Even though it just came out. Hey, Sean, Sean, you're at you're at a ten. Okay, <laughs> we need at least I know, a two point five. <laughs> yeah. So it goes all the way from Avatar One, all the way up to what we currently know about Korra. Okay. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. All right, Matt. Question number one. Number one. How old was Avatar Kiyoshi when she died? I don't like that question. 
Do I have a range or do I just have to know the exact age? I probably have to know the exact age. Um, How old was Avatar Kiyoshi when she died? Right, 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 right. Um, I don't believe Avatar Kiyoshi was... Shoot, Connor, this ain't fair. Um, 37. Final answer? Final answer. Sean, would you like to steal? Dang. Yeah, I would. I don't... So this is going to be a... I think I know the exact number, but I'm going to I'm gonna shoot for somewhere within the 200s. I'm pretty sure it's like 220, but I'm going nice. to shoot for... I'm going to shoot for around 200. Like, I know she was over 200. She's the oldest avatar to have lived. Right. So I was looking for the exact answer... Okay, so 220 is what I'm going to go for. Alrighty, that is incorrect. Bruh. Avatar Kyoshi was 230 when she died. Nice. I I honestly couldn't remember if she was like really, really young when she died or like really, really old. She was 230 years old when she died, not 220. I am truly, truly defeated. All right. Well, let's see if you can win yourself back. Sean, your first question. Yes. How old was Toph in her first appearance? Hmm. How old was Toph in her first appearance? I want to say she was 12. Final answer. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure her and Aang were the same age when she joined up with the group, and that was oh. It depends on what you what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. For first appearance for Toph Beifong, I think she was 12 years old. That is correct. Nice, bruh. Toph was 12 years old when she was first song. Yeah. And even if you're including uh, Aang seeing her in the swamp, this is... she was still 12 years old. Okay. that's That was what I thought the speculation was going to be. I admire you. You're great. Alrighty. Matt, question number two. Number two. I got this. Whew. What was Iroh's nickname? The Bro. Dragon of the West. Final um, answer. Final answer. Yeah, that's right. By the way, do I have one point now or do I have zero points now? Because I lost a point, but I didn't have a point to lose. You're at zero points. So it's okay. total, and I'm keeping track of what both of you got. So Matt's at negative one. And you're I'm at, at zero. zero. Heard. Oh, so well, we just we lose a point if we get it wrong? Yeah. Or I thought yeah. it was just if we stole, tried to steal and we got it wrong. No, if you get it wrong, you lose a point. Oh, no, Matt's right. I, I confused myself. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay, well. So you're both at zero, except Matt just got his question correct, so he gets a point. Yes, I did. Ages are not my thing. Other stuff yeah. is my thing. <laughs> Ira was known as the Dragon of the West uh, because he could breathe fire from his mouth. I also would have accepted Uncle. Mushi. Oh. <laughs> he was Uncle Mushi. Or Mushi, yeah. Uh, yep. 
Mushi was his name while he was in the Earth Kingdom. My name is, is uh, Lee, and this is my uncle, uh, Mushi. <laughs> you should have gone with Lee. There's hundreds of Lees. <laughs> There's a million Lees. Alrighty, Sean. Question number two. Name all of the canon sub-bendings for each oh, bending horrible. type. That's so many. What? I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, you've got fire bending, which has got lightning bending as a sub-bending, but you've also got heat bending and gas bending, which is only seen one time in the Avatar and the Fire Lord episode when Avatar Roku and Fire Lord Sozin are fighting against the volcano and Fire Lord Sozin, not Avatar Roku, Fire Lord Sozin, only a firebender bent the gas out of the volcano, and that's just uh, fire bending. And then we go, oh, and you've also got combustion bending, which goes into fire bending and a little bit of air bending. With air bending, you've also got spirit bending or energy bending, depending on what they call it. Um, water bending's got uh, swamp bending. You've also got uh, northern water tribe bending and southern water tribe bending, which are drastically different things, depending on who you ask. Um, they've got healing. They've got blood bending. Uh, they've got like spirit healing bending too with water bending. Um, and then earth bending's got uh, uh, like seismic sense, I'm going to call it. Uh, metal bending, lava bendings, all kinds of stone bending, obviously. Uh, I might be missing like one or two, but I think I got most of the majority ones. I'm going to say you're missing one big one. Oh, man. Okay. Um, flight? Okay. So, Matt, if you can name the one that they're missing, you no. get the point. Wait, was that it? It was flight. Flight was the one I was missing, right? I don't. I'm going to say it's not flight because uh, that's just air bending. Um, I'm going to no, say. Not, not necessarily. Only two Sean, people have Sean, ever been Sean, able to. Sean, let him finish. Let him cook. This is for your. This is for stealing the point here, Matt. Right. So if I miss, I lose the question. So, okay. okay. If you if you if you get this wrong, you lose a point. Right, right, right. So the thing I'm the thing I'm debating here um hmm. the thing i'm debating uh they didn't say ice and i don't know if that is technically water bending or if it is a sect of water bending which is specifically that's what ice. i meant when i said northern water tribe okay uh okay um <clears throat> Can I elect to not steal the point? Yeah. I, I'm not going to steal the point. All right. So that is an, an incorrect answer for, uh, for Shawnee. What am I missing? You were missing flight. I said flight. After the fact. No, I definitely said flight before you said Matt, if you could pick. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Give me one second. Sorry. No, you're fine. I can see. We're good. He said, Matt, what is Iroh's nickname? Shawnee-o, name every type of sub-bending in I know. the entire universe. I was I was kind of expecting. Uh, actually, you don't get it because you missed one, even though you said it after the fact. Oh, hi, Connor. 
I was actually kind of expecting him to say like uh there are bending types that are like subsets of like bending, like metal bending. Can you name another or like another two? I was not guessing that he was gonna say name all of them. So all the answers I had written down were lightning, lava bending, metal bending, blood bending, ice bending, flying, energy bending, and um combustion bending. So there were a few extra things that Shanio did say. But flying, um, in, uh, yes, you technically said North Northern Water Tribe bending, but you also didn't say the ice bending. Okay, that's which, fair. Which is one big thing I was looking for. Yeah, that's fair. Alrighty. So that was your second question. So we're on to Matt's third question. Matt's Matt. third question. It's a name question. You love uh, these. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> name all three of Aang and Katara's children. Oh, shoot. Aang and Katara. Okay. Uh... I'm, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's that? You want an easier question? What is Aang's name, actually? Just what is Aang's name? Actually, if I'm what being 100% honest... That guy, if what's I'm, his name? If I'm being 100% honest, I've seen uh, Korra through once. Uh, I've seen Avatar through at least 30 times. Um, oh, so, Korra's solid, dude. It's solid. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I know one of the kids' names. I do not know the other two. <laughs> Well, the, I'm, the one I'm assuming you know is... Is Boomy. Oh, that's the one you know? Okay. That's the only one I know. Okay. So, uh... Yeah, no, I, I can't answer it, so I guess it's a deferred to Shawnee-o. I would like to steal, if possible. Please do. Go for the, it. Their children's name... Z are Tenzin, Kaya, and Boomy. Mm. How did I forget Tenzin? Final answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my final answer. That's correct. Matt, I thought Tenzin was going to be the one you remembered. I mean, there's yeah. some theorists that think like Zaheer was one of their kids, but I think that's lame. So, I, Zaheer is definitely not one of their kids. No, I, but, I, I um, either. Boomy, of course, was named after uh, Aang's King childhood Boomy. friend, King Boomy. Kaya was actually Katara's original name before the show was in development. Mm. Later became Katara's mom's name. And Tenzin, of course, was Korra's airbending teacher. Uh, I don't Ten have a fun fact about where his name is well, from. But. Tenzin's name is derived from the current Dami Dalai Lama, Tenzin Gyatso, who is also where Monk Gyatso gets his name. I did know that, and I completely forgot it. Thank you for filling in my gaps. Um, number three for Sean. What are the names of Korra's cousins? Season two of Korra, I really, we meet her uncle. No, I'm, I'm trying to think if she's got more than just... Uh, Oh man, what are their names? I know. I hope you know this. Because Unalak <laughs> is the guy, and then Unalak's <laughs> got the kids that are both voiced by Aubrey Plaza. Only uh, one is voiced by Aubrey Plaza, actually. 
Okay, one of them's voiced by Aubrey Plaza. Um, their names are. Oh man, something like Desmond and something like that. Um, can I phone? Can I phone a friend? Uh, are you just going to ask Maddie? <laughs> I, I'm literally going to turn around and ask my wife. Matt, how do you feel about phoning a friend? Uh, no, absolutely not. No! Okay, sorry, Matt said no. Tell, tell, wait, tell me why no. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> that's that's okay, fair. That's fair. It's not who wants to be a millionaire. It's the Garlic Boys podcast. And you should listen to all of them. Go and listen. <laughs> they're already to this the... far. They're listening, Sean. <laughs> listen, I like to make sure everyone knows I want to be your guys uh, number one ally uh, so that I, I can ally. help. I can help out uh, and be your your uh, your friends. Uh, so that being said, my answer to the question, yeah, my answer to the question is, I'm gonna be pissed when I figure out the actual answer. But oh, excuse me, but I'm gonna go with Juno. No, I'm so wrong. Oh, I'm so wrong, aren't I? You know what their names are. God, you suck. Okay, no, I, I actually, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. All right, Matt, would you like to take a crack at it? I am going to because I think this is right. Okay. Um, but I'm so terrified it's not. Um, I believe it's Eska and Desna. That's exactly right. Yep, he's right. That is That's that is 100% correct. Oh, wow. It's Eska and Desna. Matt can you remember saw... that, but could not well, remember. I said, I said it's the like a Desmond or something. Of the Cora series, Shanio said Desmond, and I was like, I know that sounds that is so yeah, so eerily close. And then I was like, Desna, but what was God, the other one? I'm and so then it just came. Yeah. How did I How did get I here? here? The end. The end. So that is a steal of a point for Matt. Let's move on to Matt's fourth question. Question number four. Can you name the four original benders? The four original benders. Also, Matt, instead, why don't you answer this question? Can you name the four elements? Actually, just (laughs) name one of them. Name one. Sean, you can't keep getting upset. Oh, I can't keep getting upset. We're telling me my feelings now. That's a little homophobic. I I am your guest, sir. And I would like to hear Matt's answer to the question before this gets a little ugly. Thank you very much. You already got a little ugly when I joined. Uh, I think you're I think you're not bad looking, man. I think you're a little you're a little too hard on yourselves. You got a pretty nice looking beard. Those glasses do wonders for your face. And that beanie, whew, I bet I, I just get a whiff of it, you know? It stinks because I never take it off. Well, you know. You know what they say about long hair people? They've got long hair. 
Matt, do you have an answer to the question? <laughs> I've been stalling for him because I was stalling during the Aska and Desna question. So, like, this has bought him enough time to definitely give an answer in three, it's, two, okay, so I have one. I have three Matthew. quarters of an answer. Okay. I cannot for the life of me think of what the water, the original waterbender was. Oh. What the heck? Okay. okay. I will name you the... Th no, should I even name them? No. Yes. Sean yes. Go for it. Go for it. Go we, for are, it. Okay. we are taking a quiz to flaunt the things that we know, sir. Please don't right. let me take the entire answer away from you. I'm going to get the point. You should get the praise. Uh, dragons were the uh, fire, the original firebenders. Sky bison were the original airbenders. Uh, badger moles were the original earthbenders. And the freaking water... I'm gonna give you five more seconds to think of what the fire or the the waterbender is. And it is five, going to upset you when four, you don't. Three, okay, I'm gonna two, say this just to give one. an answer. Uh, Twee and Law, the two fish, but I don't think that's right. So that I am gonna argue that it is correct because that's the mm. sun and the moon. That's the moon spirit and the ocean spirit. That was gonna be literally my answer. The moon was the original waterbender, the moon and the ocean. And I'm going to argue that that was a correct answer. Okay, so I don't want to give you that point. You should. Because in, in the show, they say the moon is the original waterbender mm. because they learned how to waterbend from watching it move the tides. But okay. if you're going to make the argument that the fish are the moon and the ocean spirits, you're not wrong, and I hate that you're right. So that's a point for Matt. Yes. I was oh about my to gosh. Say, so like, where are we at? I was like looking for a physical thing. I didn't even forgot about the moon. What? The that, that's rough, buddy. I hate that. <laughs> I hate <laughs> that you just said that. I got the question right, so it's not rough. My girlfriend really turned hoping, into the moon. <laughs> I was really hoping that you were going to be like, I just can't think of one, and I was going to go, that's rough, buddy. Shania, do you have what? <laughs> like, it was going to be such a perfect transition. Um. Alrighty, number four for Shawnee-O. Four. Uh, forgive me if I am mispronouncing this word. As many of you remember, I am dyslexic, so I'm just going with it. How many jungs are there in earthbending? How many what? I believe you mean... Wait, can you spell the word? I believe... So, I... I wrote this very terribly so it's either j-i-n-g or j-u-n-g ah jings yes sorry let me, well, let me do that again well first of all you've got your your ah oh, there's a lot of jings um positive jing neutral jing and negative jing no there's positive jin neutral jin and Negative Jin, but what a Jings in Earthbender, Jing. That's how they that's how they spell it. So Jin? what you're referencing is correct. Okay, but it's spelled that way. There's uh, I'm gonna go with. Mm, so, so he said, uh, and goes, there are three Jins, and he goes, well, actually there are thirty five, but we'll just talk about the three. Um, seventy five, eighty five, seventy five. Final answer. 
Matt, would you like to steal? I I would not like to steal because I'm not confident uh, in this. All right, so I'm going to count that as a lost. No. Oh god. That is that is a wrong answer from Sean, and if I remember correctly, that's not a lost point because no. you didn't try to steal it. Okay. What? There's Matt, a. You... Stink bug in here. Oh, I thought you were just realizing you're in the wild, wild west. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. Oh, here. <laughs> no, I can't okay. tell you how much I hate stink bugs. Okay, and Sean. Actually, you've told me before. It's a oh, lot. Yes, wanna... I'm Sean with the EO. I need, you, I need you not to yell at me. Okay, sure. Oh boy. <laughs> it's 85. Ah. <laughs> uh, you you said the answer. And then you were like, no, that's wrong. And then changed it to 75. <laughs> Fair enough. 85. Fair. That's how you lose a point. That's how it works. Fair enough. I got this entire thing in mixed nuts, and it had one macadamia in it. That's absurd. It's so absurd. I'm upset. I know. Who eats macadamia nuts? Me. Definitely not Connor. I love me a macadamia nut, man. I popped them up. I really Actually, like. Actually, we have no evidence that I can't eat macadamia nuts, so I think I should try it. I don't. All right, we are on to the last question for both of you. Ooh, okay. I'm going to give you a score update. Okay. Matt, you have three points. Three points, baby. I think I've got zero. And the self-proclaimed superfan, the Fire Lord themselves, has two points. Oh, ho. oh, so what? So what? Is this what this was? You brought me on here to ridicule me in front of all of your fans? Because what? What? Because I have more, fo- because I have more followers than you? No, honestly, this was supposed to be you wiping the floor with Matt. <laughs> and I am surprised that we are where Dude, we are in this. It hurts. Uh, oh, yes. it, it was supposed to be. Oh, okay, <laughs> neat. Neat. This is, this is wild that we're here. But we're here. So. So I'm thinking this last point, this last question's what? Worth four points? I think so. Well, no, you still have the opportunity to steal if Matt doesn't know this. So you could take the win. No. With By this. getting my question and your question right. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, <clears throat> Matt, your final yep. question. Mm-hmm. How many avatars have been named in canon? That's oh. a good question. Lord, that is a great That's question. A bit, it's a big question. I'm going to count. All right, I know uh, Korra. I'm going to go backwards. Korra. Uh, I know Aang. I know Roku. I know uh, Kyoshi. Thank you. I just totally blanked on her name. Um, Yang Chen. Yang Chen. Koruk or something like that. The the waterbender one. Um, And... As far as I'm aware, that's it, except for the original one that you literally said his name earlier. Uh, but I honestly am blanking on the name right now. That one. Number one. Do I have to actually name him, or you you just said just how many? Tell me the, the number. Oh, okay. You just need the number. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me recount. So, Cora, Ang, uh... Roku. Sorry, I got like two hours of sleep. Roku, uh, 
the other one, the other one, the other one, and the other one. So that is seven. Final answer. Sure, final answer. That is correct. I was going to say, he's either correct or close to correct. Yeah. So it's Juan. Juan, thank you. Yeah. Because it's Avatar 1. Juan. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, there are, if you look on the fandom page for the Avatar cycle, mm. there are fan names for every single Avatar, mm. but only those seven have been named within canon. Right. Mainly because those are also the only seven we have ever seen. Mm. Um, the um, the main two are, of course, Avatar, um, Korra, and Aang. We see we um, see Roku and Kyoshi, but he also um, speaks with Yang Chen and Korvac. No, not Korvac. Korok. Korok. Um, while trying to figure out what to do with the Fire Lord. And we see Avatar 1 in a flashback episode during Season 2 of Korra. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. What are, Already. You what are you looking at? You Don't. big boy. She's I'm looking at right. herself. I'm gonna stink up. Leave the stink bad fly room. alone. Leave the I don't know where alone. it is. She's looking at the wall. I don't know where it is. Oh, this right. is terrifying. I'm sorry. I will sorry, still yeah. answer my final question, good sir. I recognize that I cannot take the win, but I will take the valor. This is for your honor. Can I still steal the point? Your glory. Oh, yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just fully humiliate them. Uh, Let's Sonia, do this. Out of all of the animals in Avatar, which is the strangest? What kind of question is that? That's definitely a matter of opinion. I, it's possible that somebody says it at some point. Uh, and I actually think I know the answer. I think I do too. It's the Earth King's bear, Bosco, because it's a normal bear. Boo! It isn't any of the cross <laughs> platypus bear, owl bear, anything like that. Uh, okay. Final answer? Yeah, final answer. It's Bosco the bear. That is correct. <laughs> I was hoping to I was hoping to steal it, but yeah, that's fair. You got it. It is sort of a trick question. They don't say no, it's a strange was, animal, but they're confused question. by the fact yeah. that he's just a bear. Right. Yeah, that was a good question. Because we both knew the answer. That was a good question. Solid quiz. I'm glad I took the clever boy quiz, even though I'm not a boy, but I'm very happy. Was not the clever boy quiz. <laughs> I took the clever boy quiz and I survived, but all I got was this lousy t-shirt. We can we can call this one the clever fella quiz. I fell in love at the clever boy quiz. Well, this this has to make sure. Like, I have to clarify this is not a clever boy quiz because oh, I won. Because I won, and I can't I can't and possibly this can't go, get this. Can't go against his number of wins. <laughs> but no, if I, I lost, I if understand. I lost, so I'm not real to you. So I don't exist. I see. No, this is a special game just for you. Mm, right. All right. Um, give me one second. I'm gonna find and murder this uh, stink bug, please. Sure. Sure. While you do that, Connor and I can talk about the subject that you know the least about. 
epic rap battles of history. Connor? Yeah, so I've been thinking on this ever since you asked the question, and I think it's good that we we did take that break because I I don't know. My heart keeps going back to Ghostbusters versus Mythbusters because that's the one that I know the most of the like I know most of that rap. But if if I'm gonna be honest, I think the one that I think is like the best one they've ever done because of just my hyperfixation about this topic in high school is um is Richard Pryor versus George Carlin. And it also is just another good one where it um brings in other people. And I think I really enjoy when they do those ones because it starts out with uh, Richard Pryor, then goes to George Carlin. And then I believe Joan Rivers comes in and then, yeah. Cosby, but then Joan Rivers beats him over the head with a lamp and out comes Robin Williams. And um, yeah, that one Epic is a Lo- very, very Epic Lloyd just does an incredible Robin Williams impression. Right. I agree. Um, and so I think all around that was a solid one. Um, I also really enjoy the director's one. Um, oh, yeah. Alfred, Alfred yeah. Hitchcock, Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. And then it's got the um, Stanley Kubrick verse that is just absolutely. So that's that verse specifically, his and Tarantino's verse in that song were contenders yeah. for my best verse. Both of those were contenders. And then um, Michael by, Bay by coming the way, in at the end. I think the best verse is not from what I think is the best battle. I think the best battle overall is Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter because it's it's like I think a perfect production. But right. the best verse, bar none, Vader, Darth Vader's second verse in the third battle. Let me paint you a picture, son. Portrait of a bitch after World War One. They were serving up the fears to the German people. They're telling the world that the Jews were evil. Even wrote a little book, got him fired up with a beer hall push, got him fired up. Put with your bunker, got him getting fired up. You put a gun in your mouth and fired up. God, it's so it was. It goes hard. The the reason I like um, the MythBusters versus Ghostbusters so much is also because of their uh, the MythBusters first verse. Wow, these raps are like too hot to handle. Let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, your science is preposterous. The opposite of competent women. The um, opposite incompetent processing women will give you a synopsis. synopsis. Starting with the vacuum cleaner strapped upon your back. It's a fact. Positrons don't react like that. You put the laser grid, no safety switch. Walter Beck was right. That's some shady. Um, you're poor scientist. Or um. Good thing you work in a firehouse because you just got burned. You're poor scientist, and that's, and confirmed. that's confirmed. Yeah, that wow. was solid. That was a solid one. Why you guys know too much about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I was gonna. <laughs> so, so, you sour. So something sour. Is there you a way? Wash up, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you. Is there a way we can show him one and watch his reaction right here? I know it won't be part Share of the podcast. Share your screen. I know it won't be part of the podcast, but I would love to show him one and just watch what happens. Yeah, Connor, yeah, share yeah, your screen. Here, I, I can do it. I got it. You got one uh, hooked up? He's he's already yeah. got the whole playlist pulled up. <laughs> I I don't, but Shania does, so... I couldn't find the stink bug, by the way. Okay, so we just got finished showing Matt the um, the episode or the the video. 
Um, we decided uh, to cut that bit out. If you'd like to see Matt's reaction to it, head on over to our Patreon. We'll upload it right on there for you guys to check out. Matt, what are your thoughts about Epic Rap Battles for History? Um, I think I think I think they're really good. Um, they take they the one I watched. I haven't watched all of them, but I'm sure all of them have some pretty solid burns. You um, watched one of the more recent ones. It was Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter, and it was one of the Lego ones. It's 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 one of my favorites. I think it's the best one. Mm-hmm. My opinion. Go on. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I probably will be spending a lot of time watching watching. <laughs> watching these um well can i rapid fire list you off a bunch of what the a bunch of some of the battle uh competitors not like you're not going to listen to the song i'm just going to tell you who's fighting each other are you ready absolutely mozart versus skrillex oh my god darth vader <laughs> versus hitler black okay. blackbeard versus al capone <clears throat> donald trump versus ebenezer scrooge Stephen King versus Edgar Allan Poe. That one's my number three. One. Oh, that one, that one that sounds so- good. It's solid. Uh, the guy who does the first, the guy who does Poe is George Watsky. He's one of my favorite artists. He wrote mm. his entire first verse in iambic pentameter. Nice. I don't yeah, know what that solid. is. But- it's it's five, when you stress five stressed syllables followed by an unstressed syllable. It's the same way that the Raven was written. He, he even starts oh! out with the lyrics from the Raven. Once I spit, uh, once I sat here weak and weary, as I spit this, or once upon a midnight dreary, as I spit this weak and weary, um, I will choke this Joker with his own. Co- I will choke this Joker with his own choke until he's teary. I will choke this Joker with a trochee till his cheeks are teary. Trochee, yeah. Uh, nice. But it, it, I, you are kind of right, Connor. It is actually one stress syllable, then one unstressed. So it's back to back. So it's once upon a midnight dreary, as I sat there weak and weary. Uh, <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah, like a monotonous thing. But anyway, George Washington versus William Wallace. They did uh, the Ninja Turtles versus the Renaissance artists that they're based on. Huh. Uh Zeus versus Thor, uh, Steven Spielberg versus Alfred Hitchcock, uh, David Copperfield versus Harry Houdini, uh, Shaka Zulu versus uh, Julius Caesar, Jim Henson versus Stan Lee, James Ooh. Bond versus Austin Powers, and one of my personal favorites, Alexander the Great versus Ivan the Terrible. Nice. Yeah, the more modern ones. ones are very solid as well, such as Vlad the Impaler versus Dracula, Pennywise and versus... One of- Oh, Pennywise versus the Joker is so good. Burger King versus Ronald McDonald. Yeah, that one's solid. Jacques Cousteau Um, versus uh, Steve Irwin is really good. Jacques Cousteau versus Steve Irwin. Um, They also did Mother Teresa versus Sigmund Freud. That one's solid. John McClane versus John John Rambo versus John Wick. (laughs) Nice. Listen, I am am nothing if not an abnormal first. So I think I'll probably go with the Ninja Turtles one because that's just that one. Amazing. Well, Rhett, uh, and, Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning have a cameo. They play no. Donna, they play Donatello and uh, Leonardo, I believe, and then uh, Anthony and Ian from OG Smosh play Michelangelo and Raphael. Oh yeah, even more of a recent. It's a really it. solid. There's a lot of like Donatello celebrity do, cameos. Let's get it all. Yeah, Raphael there are. The fathers of the Renaissance. 
We got these streets <laughs> to kick these free toes freaks back. Techniques to kick these three toe freaks back under the streets. Ooh. Uh, ooh, I like to keep it mellow. So let me pass the mic to my man Donatello. Uh, hard shell, but you're shell, gross, in the, gross in the middle. Wouldn't want to touch you with a six four chisel. Born in poop, raised in or born in goop, raised in poop. Sliced through a group of men just like fruit. Ooh. Yo, Raphael and I came to flow. Been deemed dope, dope by the Pope, but I'm bone like broke. I'm MC Shredder, but I get the feeling. I should pass the mic to my man on the ceiling. Oh, Michael no. and I'm giant. Slay David. I made David, but I slay you like a lion. Like I don't know why God can't quite touch me. This touch is your me. last battle. Trust me. We got the science. We got the mathematics. The architects. The architects. The rap fabrics. But we'll... It, you beat the foot, but it won't end well when you catch an Italian boot to the half shell. Have you have you guys ever watched the scientifically accurate videos? Um, the scientifically specifically the Ninja scientifically Turtles? accurate Ninja Turtles and the scientifically accurate Ducktales uh, were two yes. that my coworkers sent me. <laughs> so oh, I you have need to watch uh, scientifically accurate cat dog. Oh, I got to. I have to watch that. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, we're, we could sit here and talk about epic rap battles for the rest of the episode, but um, I have such a fun topic for you, um, Sean. If you'd like to check your email, I just sent you uh, something um, that you should have access to called Matt. Don't open. Matt, if you'd yeah. like to head over to our Google Drive and open that yeah. for you, I'm going to explain to the audience and to you what we're going to be doing here. I recently had the opportunity with um, a uh, a other coworker at my other job where we were talking about ChatGBT and how um, he was using it to create some scripts that were wild and insane. And I wanted to talk about this topic um, mainly to also talk about the writer strike that's going on in Hollywood right now and how important writers are and how I never think that AI is actually going to take over how writers could be because I don't think they understand how to connect and flow things. I don't think they understand exactly how to make good writing. And I'm going to prove that to you with this script. So the oh three of us my. are going to act out a scene. Um, this <laughs> is a scene where they put in. Uh, this is the prompt that ChatGPT uh, was given. Uh, it was create a scene with action Have dialogue. Have you already cast these roles? Because I definitely know who I want to play. Uh, unless you have a creative difference. I have already cast these roles. Okay. So this is this is the prompt that ChatGPT was given. It was create a scene with action and dialogue where Captain America and Mussolini learn to reconcile their differences through conflict. <laughs> so, oh no! Okay, Sean, if you will, please play Mussolini. Matt, I would love for you to be Captain America, yes. and I'm going right. to do um, any <laughs> scene uh, stage direction. Um, other characters, things like that. I know you have the shield, but Matt can't do an Italian accent. No, I definitely can't. You're still muted, Sean. <laughs> you you got to unmute yourself. I have the whole Captain America suit. 
thank you very much. Down to every last detail. I used to cosplay Captain America, and I was very good at it. Thank you very much. Well, now you're going to cosplay Mussolini. Mussolini. Okay. Now you I'm have not to even, be I'm, an Italian dictator. I'm not. Okay. Okay. All right. Do both of you have your scripts pulled up? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I can be. Listen, I can be Mussolini. Okay. I, I'm very. I'm reading ahead. I need to stop reading ahead. I haven't read anything. I just, I'm going to sight read. I'm going to sight read all this and show you all my range. This is Shawnee Take one. I'm, I'm awesome and I remain awesome. Today I'll be reading the role of Mussolini uh, in a uh, legendary play uh, scene, dot, 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 question mark, written by Matt Don't Open. Connor, <laughs> would, Connor, will you be doing stage directions? Stage directions and other characters. Okay. Wonderful. The stage is set in a dimly lit room with a large table in the center. Sitting at the table are two individuals, Mussolini dressed in his military uniform and Captain America wearing his signature costume. So you're telling me that you, Captain America, are just as ticklish as I am? That's right. I may be a superhero, but I'm still human. And ticklish. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. I've been known to make grown men cry with my tickling techniques. I'm Italian. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to challenge you to a tickle-off or anything, but I think I can hold my own. Is that so? Then perhaps we should ticklish this to the taste. I'm game if you are. Mussolini stands from the table and gestures for Captain America to follow him. They walk to the center of the stage and stand facing each other. Very well, let's begin. Captain America braces himself as Mussolini begins to tickle him. After a few moments, Captain America starts <laughs> laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Matt, do your line. <laughs> Matt, do your line. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you, you like you like when I tickle you? <laughs> Matt, what, do what, you are you what are you gonna do? Well, Captain America gets tickled okay. by Mussolini okay. on a okay. table. Okay. okay. What are you gonna do? Come on. Okay, okay, you win. I'm definitely ticklish. Huh? I knew it. And now it's a your turn to tickle me. Captain America tentatively reaches out to tickle Mussolini, but Mussolini grabs his hand and starts tickling him again. Hey, got you. <laughs> Matt, you need to focus. I can't. Hey. <laughs> it's a me, a Mussolini. I tickle you, a Captain America. I'm a say, a tickle. You're a sayer. I am standing for truth and liberty and justice. And if there's one thing I know, it's avenging. And I'm going to say, you're getting a tickle to buy a Mussolini, a famous Italian dictator. I love Hitler. None okay, of that was in no the script. <laughs> no fair. That's cheating. All's fair in love and war, Captain. Besides, I'm just getting started. As the two continue to tickle each other, their laughter fills the room. Eventually, they laugh, They collapse onto the floor in a fit of giggles. 
I never would have thought that I'd be tickling the great Mussolini. And I never thought I'd be tickling a superhero. It just goes to show you that we're all human, no matter our station in life. Cringe. Connor, are you making me read some cringe? This was supposed to be funny. I'm a co- I'm a comedy actor. I do characters. You saw my resume. Just read the scene. Just read the scene. That's right. And maybe, just maybe, we can find a way to work together and find common ground. I couldn't agree more, Captain. From now on, let's be allies and not the enemies. Captain America takes Mussolini's hand and helps him to his feet. Hey, what are you doing? It's a deal, and maybe we can even have a tickle rematch someday. You're on, Captain. You're on. Suddenly, the room is interrupted by the sound of an alarm, and a large screen on the wall flickers. Warning. Warning. Emergency broadcast system activated. This is not a drill. This is an emergency announcement. <laughs> this is not a drill. This is an emergency announcement. <laughs> Read your line. Your no, line. this is Patrick. What's going on now? I don't know, but we should listen to the announcement. On screen, the news anchor appears, looking very distressed. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. France just declared war on itself. What? That's impossible. <laughs> Man. Captain America, are you hearing this? France just declared the war on Wait, there's more. Listen. <clears throat> the reason for the sudden declaration of war is due to the reappearance of Charles de Gaulle, the former <gasps> French president who passed away over 50 years ago. Reports indicate that he's risen from the dead and declared himself the rightful leader of France. <laughs> This cannot be real. You mean the same? You, this cannot be real. You mean the same Charles de Gaulle, the, re- the former French president who passed away over 50 years ago? How can the dead man come back to life? Maybe it's some sort of scientific experiment gone wrong. Or maybe it's a hoax. Regardless, we need to investigate. Agreed, but what can we do? <laughs> we need to go to France and figure out what's going on. We can't let this madness continue. What, Connor? Can you not differentiate my Italian accents? Do they not sound the same? Hey, it's me, Scarlett Joanne. Okay, listen. I went to voice acting school. I know what I'm talking about. Here is what an actual, authentic Italian accent sounds like. Are you ready? Mm. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, are are we done telling jokes? Are we done? Okay, are we are we ready? Yeah, you you ready. ready for you ready for a theatrical demonstration? Ready, Eddie, okay. Eddie. You you mm-hmm. can put it on your resume that you saw me do this. You know that, right? I don't yeah. think I can put okay. it on my resume that I saw you do this. No, you can. You I'm should. going to. Uh, anyway, okay. here it goes. Here it goes. Ready, ready, ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> you know, I got fucking mom. She's from Italy, you know, and we eat a lot of fucking pizza. I got your fucking pepperoni right here. Come on. We're just going to have to beep the whole thing out. 
associate scream, baby. It's your it's your line. <laughs> Matt, I think. No, no, no Mussolini's Mussolini. line. Let's go. We'll put our difference aside and the work together to solve this mystery. That is not your line. Agreed. That is. Yeah, it is. Okay. No, because you missed agreed, but what can we do? Oh, what? I'm sorry. No, we, they did that one, and then I did. We need All to right, go to fine, France. Fine. Sorry. Captain America and Mussolini exit the stage. Determined to get to the bottom of the strange situation in France. The stage goes dark, and the audience is left in suspense as to what will happen next. Oh, my God. I wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, Captain America and Mussolini are going to make up. No, they're not. As the stage lights come back on, Captain and Mussolini are shown aboard a steamboat sailing towards France. Suddenly, they are attacked by a horde of undead soldiers who had boarded the ship, who had boarded the ship in secret. We've got company. Look, uh, like it looks like looks like we've had to fight our way out, though. Looks like we'll have to fight our way through. The two engage in battle, and the undead soldiers, using their respective combat skills, defend them off. Just as, just as it oh, seems that they are about to be overwhelmed, they hear a loud commotion coming from the deck of the ship. No. Suddenly, Elon Musk rides into view, mounted on a giant crab. What? <laughs> giant crab. What? Comrades, have I come to aid you in battle? That's a solid Elon. That is a solid Elon impression. He's been practicing that all week. What are you doing here? Just doing my part to save the world. Now let's take down these undead scoundrels. It kind of sounds like a mixture between Obama and Elon Musk, if I'm being honest. That's what Elon Musk sounds like. Well, Matthew, honestly, if you wanted to... Well, Matthew, I think you should uh, say your opinion uh, somewhere else. Because if you think that this young man right here, this young Elon, Elon, your name was, sounds like me, Barack Hussein Obama. And I think you, you've got a thing or two that you need to learn about uh, respect. The three warriors continue their battle against the undead soldiers. Elon Musk using his crab as a powerful weapon. Finally, I'm Elon Musk. They managed to defeat the last of their foes. <laughs> that, that was close. We need to keep moving if we are going to stop De Gaulle. Agreed. We're going to get close to the French coast. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. I forgot that I was not French for a second. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, uh, oh, no. Uh. As the steamboat reaches the shore, the three warriors disembark and continue the journey on land. As they make their way towards Paris, they encounter more of De Gaulle's undead minions. But with their combined efforts, they manage to overcome them. Wait, can I roll a nature check? No. <laughs> We're almost there. I can feel it. You're right. That is more a bummer. Hold on. <laughs> I can do better. We're almost there. I can feel it. There we, he is. We can't let DeGaulle get away with this. We need to stop him before he can cause any more damage. Then let's finish this. The trio arrives at the outskirts of Paris. When they confront oh, Charles de Gaulle and his undead army, the final battle is intense. With the three warriors fighting valiantly against their enemies, 
In the end, they managed to defeat De Gaulle and his minions. We did it. We saved France. And we couldn't have done it without your help. Indeed, you truly are a hero, Elon Musk. As they celebrate their victory, Elon Musk suddenly disappears into thin air, leaving <gasps> Captain America and Mussolini to stare at each other in confusion. Did, uh, did that just happen? I have no idea, but <laughs> let's just be thankful for his help and move on. <laughs> Captain America and Mussolini exit the stage, <laughs> leaving the audience wondering what other unexpected twists and turns the adventure may bring. As Captain America and Mussolini exit the stage, a figure steps in from the shadows. It's Mike Fillmore, the president of the the former president of the United States, who has been hiding in the background all along. Foolish mortals! You thought you could defeat me? I've been pulling the strings all along. You! What have you done? <laughs> I have orchestrated the entire event. I brought the Gaul back from the life and used his army to distract you while I carried out my true plan. And the what? That was a that? To seize control of the world's power sources and become the supreme leader of the planet. Gasp! Captain America and Mussolini charge at Millard Fillmore, engaging in a fierce battle. The fight is intense. And with each side unleashing their most powerful attacks, I have a finally, I have a tally. after long and grueling struggle, Captain America lands the finishing blow. It's over. We've stopped him. Indeed. We make quite the team, don't we? We do, and I'm just glad it's finally over. The two warriors exit the stage, leaving the audience to revel in their victory over the villainous Millard Fillmore. The stage goes dark and the curtains close, signaling the end to this epic adventure. Oh, As the curtains reopen, Captain America and Mussolini find themselves walking down a dark alley. Suddenly, a group of Bulgarian stockbrokers emerge from the shadows, blocking their path. Well, then, well, what do we have here? Look like we've caught ourselves some interlopers. We don't want any trouble. We just want to get out of here. But we are not afraid of a fight if we have to. Oh, we know you're not afraid to fight, but we've got a little surprise for you. The Bulgarian stockbrokers start to sing a catchy tune, and soon Captain America and Mussolini find themselves joining in. As they sing and dance, the Bulgarian stockbrokers become increasingly disoriented, allowing the two heroes to slip past them unnoticed. That was close. Good thing we know how to handle Bulgarian stockbrokers. Indeed! I never thought I'd be using the power of a song at the fringe to defeat our enemies. The two heroes exit the stage singing and dancing their way into the night. As the curtains close once more, the audience is left in a sense of satisfaction and a desire to join in on the fun. As the curtains slowly reopen, Mussolini is left standing alone on the stage. He takes a deep breath and begins his monologue. 
It is true that fascism promises many things. Unity, strength, and power. But in reality, it only leads to pain, suffering, and the oppression of the masses. I've seen this firsthand, and I can tell you with certainty that the pursuit of fascism will only result in ruin for us all. But there is something else that I have come to realize. A nation's slumber one duty is not to the wealthy or the powerful, but to the obese. They are the backbone of our society. The ones who keep our economy moving and our hearts full. We must do everything in our power to protect them, to uplift them, and to ensure them that they are given the respect and the dignity that they deserve. Connor, you're still muted. Connor's muted, but don't worry, because I'm going to fill the air with some little song that I will write until he's ready now. With his message delivered, Mussolini exits the stage, leaving the audience to ponder the weight of his words. As the curtains continue to close once more, it's clear that this strange and surreal journey has left an indebitable impression on all those who witnessed it. Um, I'm sorry, but that word was indelible. <laughs> Curtains! Oh, that was a great show, guys. Wonderful. Can't wait for the reunion. Okay, you're gonna bill me. You're or, or you're gonna you're gonna just uh, send my check to my agent. Okay, it was it was really great. Yeah, yeah. Love doing off Broadway productions. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We can keep in touch. My number's five five. Yeah. See you later. Bye. God, what a dork. <laughs> oh, you were listening to that. Ooh, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> now you have to live with the fact that I don't like you. And I don't. Yeah, I don't like you. So that's how Sean. You feels. guys just going to let me keep that? talking? Like, you know, right. I, I really I thought think... you would stop at some point, but <laughs> I don't listen, stop. Listen, I think we should have an episode with Trey and Sean at the same time. Do you know how that's amazing too, that would be? That's too much power. That's too powerful. <laughs> it's, it's too much gay. <laughs> Who is this warrior you speak of? The one they call Trey. Great. One of her friends from college. If you haven't listened to episode four of the podcast, oh. you should. Finally. A worthy adversary, one to finally challenge my might and prowess amongst these <laughs> foolish mortals. For now, I will meet the one they call Trey, and I will vanquish <laughs> thee. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of The Garlic Boys. With the end of this episode brings an incredibly wonderful announcement that we are bringing to you. We've teased this a few weeks ago on our Instagram, and we've been dropping breadcrumbs of it in the main episode. But we are finally ready to announce the launch of our second podcast <laughs> called TGB One Shots. This is a campaign through the D&D 5E experience where we are playing as four characters 
that were once metallic dragons that were changed into humanoid creatures that each week go on a different adventure into a different group of adventurers' bodies and try and do their best to bring some level of peace and goodness to the world. This is a show that it will star both myself and Matt and two of our friends, um, Vaptor Like Raptor and Mug. And the show is being dungeon mastered or game mastered, whichever term you like to be to use, by Shanio themselves. Shanio, how do you feel about one shots so far? So far, so good. You guys are a pretty decent and competent crew. You've made some really fun characters. And I'm actually going to give you two a little bit of an insight into what our next uh, series of campaigns is going to be. This time we've been playing in a palace and we've been level 11 or 10 characters. I can't remember exactly what. 10? Level 10? Um, and you guys are going to finish up with that in the next session. But then after that, we're going to run a 6 to 10 mini-series one shot in space yes 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 oh my gosh i can't oh my gosh i have been wanting to play a space campaign we're going to space baby i'm taking y'all to the rock of brawl now unfortunately for those listening it'll be a few weeks until you're able to hear that but if that doesn't intrigue you into what we're doing over there i don't know what will Look out for the announcement about one shots on all of our social medias, and you can find it on Spotify or on Acast, where we'll be posting it through or wherever you get your podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. If you'd like to know what our socials are, so you can look out for that, you can find us at the Garlic Boys at um, at the Garlic Boys on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support us on Patreon. Lowest price on there is three dollars. And you can find us on YouTube for video versions of this podcast at youtube.com slash at the garlic boys. And Johnio, if um is there anything you'd like to the plug your your socials or anything else that you're doing? Hey Connor. Hey Connor. Yes. Thanks for having me, bud. It was great having you. It was a lot of fun. It was there- <laughs> great having me. Uh <laughs> No, really, I, I greatly appreciate you having me having me on your podcast. I'm a really big fan of the show, uh, and I will say that if you have me on again, the next time that I will come on, I will play your intro song on the drums that are behind me. I'm already working on learning how to play it, and I know the clickety part at the beginning. I'm happy to play it for you. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys can all follow me everywhere. I'm on. I'm Fire Lord Shawnee everywhere. So just find me on the stuff and follow me, or don't. If if you find me, you'll like my content. I do like ADHD based content. It's neat. Uh, ADHD based content couldn't relate. Matt, couldn't any relate final at thoughts? All. Oh no! Oh, by the way, Matt, how's the medicine going, bud? I just heard the last episode. Yeah, not great actually. Uh, <laughs> so the medic, I was taking Wellbutrin. Uh, right. I, I I've personally had a bad experience with Wellbutrin as well. Yeah, it didn't actually do anything at all. Um, and now I'm taking Concerta. It's not doing a thing. I've been uh, taking about a week. Are you open-minded to feedback? Absolutely, I So am. I'm ADHD. Could, I've been diagnosed could, could we since do, I was nine. Could we do the feedback off air? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, don't, for- I don't mean to interrupt that. I do, you're fine. I might forget. You're right. You got a podcast. We're, we're, we're I do have a long, final so. thought, though. Can I do a final thought? Yeah. 
Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Matt, what is your final thought? Uh, life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. You heard him. And as always, thank you for listening. And remember to so what kind of character should i play well Faith uh, character i'm gonna well, play a moon uh, i want real quick a